0: Hey, this is Robert, and this is Dennis, and Jay, and we're Hillbilly Jesus, coming at you live in the Northwest Convergence Zone. How about that? (coughs) All right, Lee Fleming, a
1: stand-up comic and local filmmaker with Donkey Punch Films.
2: I'm Kristen Springer, actress.
3: Coming to you from the heart of the Pacific Northwest, with mouths as big as the Columbia River, egos as tall as Mount Rainier, smooth as the drive from Vancouver, BC to Portland, Oregon, it's the Northwest Convergence Zone. All right, everybody, welcome to the Northwest Convergence Zone show. Big D here with you as we are every week and I hope you guys had a great 4th of July last week and everybody safe and sound and recovered. Uh, My voice is slowly coming back. This is the weirdest, most wicked um, illness or whatever I've had. Uh, It was like one day I had my voice and then it went away and I haven't had it, uh, no voice for two weeks and I was doing pretty good this week and all of a sudden now it's like fading out again. So I don't know what's going on, but... It's good to be here, and hope everybody's enjoying their summer. I know here in the South South Sound, in the Puget Sound area, uh, we've finally been blessed with some nice days and some warm weather, so I hope everybody's out enjoying it, and uh, we have one of our own back.
4: (laughs) Yes. Big Joe. (laughs) Mystery guest, sign in, please.
3: (laughs) Who is that strange man over there?
4: Well, you know, it's kind of been a situation of drama and trauma and Barack Obama, and (laughs) uh, you know, so a little R&R but some personal rough stuff that caused me to cancel out but uh hopefully things are getting better in that category but yeah i miss but you're being still there. on the team right uh, i think i am yeah i was holding out for more money on my yeah. contract well we weren't supposed to talk about that
3: <laughs> but we did get some inquiries oh is joe quitting are you guys done but do you want to put because there was a lot of people that wanted to take my place i'm sure there there actually were a couple of there, offers yeah So you want to put any rumors to rest?
4: (laughs) Uh, No, uh, Joe is uh, here to stay, and uh, uh, but uh, you know we still have some summertime fun where we might not be here, but uh, the show will be on. Well, give us physically not give
3: us the thing that we've all been missing every week. Big Joe slogan yes. saying. Yes,
4: <laughs> I have to say finally greetings and salutations from the man cave in the city of destiny, Tacoma, Washington. Oh, it's I great to that. be back.
3: Yeah, it's good to have you, Joe. And then uh, Double D, how's it going back there?
5: It's great. And I'd love to hear that now that I have heard it again. I totally forgot all about that. Yeah, I, miss, I almost uh, did, too. we yeah, <laughs> noticed that.
3: <laughs> and of course, Squeeze is here and Wonder Boy now is missing. Wonder Boy is yeah. off doing his thing in uh, Louisville. So I hope Wonder Boy's having a good time there. I bet it's hot and humid down there. Bring me
4: back a slugger.
3: I'll take a slugger. I want some uh, Kentucky fried chicken. That would be good. All right. Well, Joe, it's good to have you back. And uh, Squeeze, Double D, good to have you here. Wonder Boy, enjoy your time away. Uh, Hey, let's just go around and talk a little bit about... Uh, What we've been had going on? Uh, You have a good fourth there, Joe.
4: Oh, great fourth! My neighbor goes crazy, and it's a heck of a show. That's right across the street, and we do our little thing and had good food and friends and horseshoes and croquet and yeah, it was a great fourth. Enjoyed a lot. Lots to drink. Well, you you know me, so I'm going to say yes.
3: (laughs) Uh, Well, and then last night, Double D uh, and I had quite the night. We started out. With a uh, a road trip to Kirkland, which was a little longer of a road trip than we had originally intended.
5: Yeah, I didn't realize it was two and a half hours from Tacoma to Kirkland.
3: <laughs> well, they had uh, you know four hundred five close, so we had to go five twenty, and then uh, we got all tripped up, and, and then what? we didn't know where we were. Had no idea where we were, and what then
5: we this? did that, and then we did a bad man thing, and we actually asked for directions. Oh, yeah. That's what screwed I'm it up. I'm still out. feeling yeah, it, much shame. But even worse than that, then we got. Pulled over by a cop. Actually not we didn't. I did.
3: I Good got pulled D over. Did. I pulled a pulled a bad maneuver coming out of a uh, driveway. And, uh, but he let us go. He was cool. He actually gave us directions. So props to nice. uh, the Redmond cop. Good that, thing
4: that Double D wasn't holding like he usually is. Yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah.
3: Yeah. So anyway, we were on our way to see a great group called the Halyards. And I, I really, it was the first time I've ever even he- I've heard of them and heard them. And our friend Ben Smith, who's the uh, drummer for Heart and also the drummer for National Broadcast, who's going to be on our program next week. He, uh, he drums for this group as well. Good time at the Kirkland uh, Performing Arts Center. And then we rolled back into Tacoma about, what, midnight? Yeah,
5: 1130
3: or yeah, so. Yeah, and thought we'd head down to the Gate because the boys from uh, the missionary position were rocking down there. We got there, and they were kind of in between sets. So we thought we'd hang out for a set. And 2 o'clock, they finally got done. <laughs> yeah, I stayed till 2 o'clock. We stayed till 2, I'm telling you. Put those guys on the must-see list. The missionary position—I was blown away. They have a fun up on stage. It just it, and they rock hard. And I'm telling you, Benjamin on the keyboards was the highlight for me. I was enjoying watching him.
5: Yeah, he was great. He was jumping up and down, and he's into the music. Yeah, it was he really. Feels it.
3: And the saxophone was bluesy and feely, and, uh, you know, they, they just, yeah, they, they kick butt. Uh, the missionary position is good. A uh, little bit of news going on here in the Northwest. They finally caught this uh, punk kid that's been, steal- did he steal one of your boats, planes, or cars?
4: Joe? <laughs> yeah, well, as far as the insurance knows, he
3: did, yeah. yes. The barefoot, <laughs> the barefoot bandit has finally been captured, and uh, we'll see if he can escape from Walla Walla.
4: Yeah. Good luck, you little weasel. See if he can Jesus. steal a
3: steal a plane or uh hijack a uh you know, a truck coming out of there and...
4: I can't believe they said that on the news his take was two million dollars since he's been on the loose. So what, was he stealing and, and
3: selling them? I guess, yeah. And that's probably how do you get a take by just stealing autos and cars and stuff?
4: Well, I don't know how they can estimate it, but uh, then if he goes and hawks the stuff for cash so that he could, you know, survive and, and uh
3: nineteen nineteen year old. Man, that's well. Amazing. You know,
4: and it, it's sad the whole thing, really, because what he was doing was really bad, really wrong. But probably a really smart kid to yeah, hold totally. out and do what he did. But he's wasted his talent on you know badness. bad things. Yeah, and uh, he yeah, had a lot. It's,
5: it's a big embarrassment for the FBI that had been. He's the oh. FBI's most wanted. because yeah, where did they years? catch him in the Bahamas? Yes. Yeah. And, and how many he
4: flew plane? Up, he crashes a plane over getting over to the Bahamas. He steals a plane and flies it yeah, over there. He steals uh-huh.
5: airplanes
4: boats which That's just it. goes to show kids learn more about it at your local library. <laughs> <laughs>
5: no, I think he learned it on his video game, on his Wii. Yeah.
3: Yeah, those Flight simulated flyers
5: and stuff, man, yeah. I'm telling
3: you. All right. Uh our first guest on the big show this week and uh we know it's summertime and and uh we can tell by the numbers that uh, we're down a little bit, but for those of you who are listening, we really appreciate it and uh, hope you'll spend some time with us. Tell your friends to get back on the uh, Northwest Convergence Zone train. and uh, But, you know, don't skip out on the sunshine, man. Get out there, enjoy yourselves, and then when you're at home chilling and you're having a nice cold one or whatever, tune us in. The first guest this week, a great band named Hillbilly Jesus. And uh, they're a relatively new band around. I just want to give you some... Um, Information about them before we start uh, that they shared with us on the way out the door, August 11th and the 24th, they're going to be playing at the Harley-Davidson dealership in Tequila. They're also part of the Midas Rock the Highway contest, and you can get a link off of their Facebook page, and uh, we'll be putting it up on, uh, on our Facebook page, a way you can link and, cl- and vote for those guys. They said they're solidly in the top ten. Is that right?
4: That's right. And, you know, <laughs> as they say in Chicago,
3: vote early, vote often. Even if, you, even <laughs> if you're using a dead man's name. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Well, let's spend some moments with Hillbilly Jesus. All right, everybody. Welcome into the man cave. Got a great group with us uh, this week. Uh, been digging these guys, man. Uh, wasn't too familiar with them. Found them on Facebook and, uh, you know, listened to some tunes and then found out that they're kind of South Sound guys. And we're, we always love that here on the uh, Northwest Convergence Zone. Hillbilly Jesus is in the house. Let's say hi to Robert, Dennis and Jay. Guys, welcome to the program. Hey, there. hey how's it going? Right on. Hey, um, Hillbilly Jesus, first let's start with the name, because <laughs> there's not a lot of hillbillies in the state of Washington.
0: <laughs> and I beg to differ.
3: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what neighborhood are you guys in again? I'd be up on Magnolia. <laughs> 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 yeah. yeah.
0: Well, Double, a D a,
3: Double D and I were rolling around Kirkland the uh, last night, and uh, we saw some hillbillies up there, which is... Uh, No, those weren't Hillbillies? Oh, so anyway. Maybe it was just relatives. You guys obviously haven't been (laughs) over. OMAC yet.
0: (laughs) (laughs) So uh, how do we come up with the name Hillbilly Jesus? It's funny she'd ask that question, because no one ever asked that question. (laughs) (laughs) I'm curious, too, actually. It's actually a big secret. I'm not even supposed to tell the other band members about
3: Uh, it. Well, we'll take your headphones off, guys. (laughs) (laughs) This is just Uh, between us. You
0: know, uh, since I was little, uh, I've always had visions of bands, and... uh, I've just written down band names constantly, you know, coming up what I call riffing or whatever, and uh, just one night under some mild hallucinogens and some marijuana <laughs> and some beer. <laughs> it just came to be, and uh, along other names as well, and uh, it's one of those names that I thought would uh, be memorable. People either love it or they hate it. I mean, there is no in-between, and a lot of people, you know, we've gotten a few that have maybe been incensed by because they think it's some kind of religious knock or whatever, but, uh, Jesus got nothing to do with it in the Christian sense. It's just a name, and uh, you don't forget it once you hear it. Well, it's funny because I was looking at your website,
3: and uh, my wife was sitting next to me, and she said, "Is that hillbilly Jesus, or is that, or the, do they call it hillbilly Jesus?" <laughs> 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 and then she, the next one was, "Is that a Christian band?" <laughs> yeah, I heard that one. I'll get before, a lot of that. Yeah, do you get yeah. that? People show up, and all they're right. all they're getting ready for the big, uh, you know, the big Christian uh, yeah. rock and roll band. And, I haven't specifically,
0: yeah. No, not yet, but you never know. They could be, and they might have just walked out. Any
3: churches contact you guys to come play some events? Not yet, but maybe after this.
0: (laughs) We will play any church in the greater Puget Sound area. (laughs) (laughs) I got to follow up on
4: your your name thing in that, uh, Rob, you said... uh, you uh, like the whole process of trying to think of names. Uh, any names of bands that uh, are already taken that wish you that you wish you would have come up with uh, first? And uh, REM, are there any new? Na- yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right now, are there any names of bands that uh, were taken that are so bad that you're glad
0: that? Uh- uh, that you uh, didn't pick those names, man. I've got a, you know, I mean, there's a slew of '80s bands that just have horrible names. <laughs> Flock of Seagulls, <laughs> you know, exactly. You know, White Snake. You know? I mean, although I was Honey a huge fan sweet. in the day, <laughs> that I really, uh, one of my favorite bands that a friend turned me on to is Fugazi, and I think that's a really original name. I don't even know if there is a real meaning behind it, but it's. I thought that was really ultra creative. Yeah, it's a, really for
3: years, it. I saw that, and I loved their music, yeah. but I would see that name, and I'd be like, what, is that like an, is that like F the Nazis, Or yeah, they put it together? I, I could never figure out what exactly that was, and I think you're right. I think, it's a, you know, some in some drug-addled state, they came up with it, and like, bingo, yep, done. that's it. Well, let's talk to you guys um, about your influences, and uh, I think it's interesting, because Jay, I'm looking at on your one of your profiles, it says you play the drums and the cowbell yeah no cowbell <laughs> Do you, is that a knock on the uh, our little uh pan it's towards just, the uh, just more just cowbell
6: fun. everything's just fun you know anything right. we come up with you know we just throw a little extra in there and just
3: well i've got my impressions of you know i mean we always compare you know what people sound like and everything and i, and I have my impressions of maybe who influenced you but i'm curious from you guys who uh who you guys listen to who's influenced you to uh you know to come to the point where you've created these songs and they they have a definite style to them
7: well um i've i've always like rush iron maiden black sabbath you know like getty lee is one of my all-time favorite bass players um steve harris you know just a that's kind of where i stylized when i started learning how to play the bass was from those kind of guys so what about you
0: rob me myself uh man it goes from the smiths uh all the way to the cure and back around to the Black Rose, uh, Led Zeppelin, of course. Every Seattle band, just about, from Mudhoney to Soundgarden, Alice in Chains, uh, the Posies, I really used to dig. I love Smashing Pumpkins, Dinosaur Jr. Um, where else can I go? Uh, I love uh, operas. I'm a big fan of Carmen, too. Uh, I have I uh, just very so such very musical taste. They I dig a lot of it. country too. Yeah, yeah. Jay.
6: Yeah, it's rock and roll in general, you know, it's mm-hmm. everything out there. I actually started playing the drums just to, to do the band with Rob and uh, a lot of Dave Grohl, listening to old Dave Grohl stuff, Nirvana, and, and you know, just smash the drums, hit them as hard as you can, kind of thing, and figure it all out later as the song progresses. So. <laughs> what about
4: uh, if you had a night off and uh, there was a show coming to town and it was a must see for you, who would it be?
0: oh god I've been I've had the mm-hmm. pleasure of all these resurgence of bands that are coming back who uh, I would love to see Paul McCartney if he came back in um mm. man Roger Waters I'm yeah, going to ones? see which Tickets. I'm going to see yeah. Yeah. all right I just yeah. saw Concrete Blonde that was a phenomenal show at the uh, show box those are good yeah Pixies uh, Pixies yeah, Pixies. yeah. yeah. they're fun it's all right
3: fun. well we've been talking about uh, Hillbilly Jesus let's listen to some of their stuff this is a song titled Bloom title of the song is bloom our guest today hillbilly jesus now power trio right here joe long line of great power (laughs) trios and i'm liking that and definitely a southern edge a southern flavor which it's interesting you said black crow is one of my favorite groups and a lot of it seems like there's a lot of southern influence there
4: yeah and a little bit of uh uh it sounded like the other crow band too a little counting crows feel in there and Mm -hmm. uh so uh you guys have been uh, going for how long now together, officially? Almost officially. Almost two years. Well, well to the beginning, well, since we got Dennis, about six months now. Okay. Yeah. So in that six months, as you guys are trying to get it going, um, and other people that play and, and, and other bands that you know, perhaps, have they given you any uh, good advice that uh, you could uh, let people know about? And uh, for other people trying to do the same thing, do you guys got any advice for them?
0: Well, um, Practice, <laughs> practice, 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 practice. Uh, get a good recording because that pretty much has launched us at this point. Um, a good friend of mine, Dan Christofferson at Purple Tree House Recording Studios. a little plug. <laughs> uh, he, we banged it out and he did a great job uh, getting us in and out of there and we did it relatively cheaply and uh, we can't wait to get back in. But that I think is the most crucial thing when you're starting off is to get practice and before you go into the studio, have everything down pat what you're going to do what you want to play because if you don't have the money to uh sit around dawdling don't get yeah. in there and pound it out and, you know know what you're going to do right off the bat um as far as advice from other bands we've gotten a lot of great um uh comments from other bands uh good advice as far as who to look out for and who to watch out for and not to deal with mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. so always talk with other bands um Because almost I can't. I haven't had any bad experiences with any bands yet in our short time playing. Uh, We've had pretty good stuff happening for us.
3: Well, I want to remind some people uh, where you guys are playing coming up, so we can get out there and see you guys. July twenty fourth, you're at O'Henry's in Puyallup. That's correct. That's a nine o'clock show. On uh, July twenty eighth, seven thirty. This is a killer show right here down at the Cedar Dome in uh, in Milton and on August 7th we have a, a 8.30 show at a terrible beauty Irish pub yeah, in Renton. Great, great venue. great I yeah, have never been place, there. Huh? Yeah, Where's that, that
0: located? It's right on Wells Street oh, uh, in Renton. Uh, Jenna and Pat oh, O'Brien oh, own that.
4: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did, it, it, did it used to be uh, Giants, Giants Okay. Cos- Cos- yes, right, oh, right. right. Now that's why I've never heard yeah. of it.
3: Mm. Alright, well let's listen to uh, some more of another tune. Our guest today of course, Hillbilly Jesus. Great new band. We're really digging these guys and The title of this track is Open Wide. Mm that dog will hunt mm-hmm. I will do. All right, name of the tune is Open Wide. Our guest today, Robert, Dennis, Jay. They make up the group Hillbilly Jesus. <clears throat> um, you guys, Hillbilly Jesus, now, as a band, and uh, you said you've been playing around for two years, uh, any favorite venues you guys have right off the bat? Any, uh, and also on the flip side, <laughs> you don't have to name it, but uh, is, was there an experience where you showed up and it was like, are you kidding me? Like, it just completely blew.
0: Actually, you know,
7: uh, one of the... Jazz Bones. Jazz Bones. Best. Was the best so far. So far, sound-wise.
0: Yeah. Great. Uh, Love uh, Terrible Beauty also. They're they're really getting their act oh, yeah. together there. They that's take cool. real good
3: Care of us in there. Good. We that's always important, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's great. I mean that makes it that makes the experience that much better. Mm-hmm. Uh, even you know you'll even forgive a little bit of some you know sound issues or whatever if they're going to treat you nice. Oh, they treat. So you So all you guys way. who own clubs out there, yeah. listen up. It pays yeah. well to treat your bands well. Don't treat them like crap when they come in
7: there. Thank you.
4: <laughs> 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 yeah, definitely. Uh, I want to ask all of you uh, for. First time people that go to a show, or maybe people are listening off your sites and checking out your tunes. Uh, um, no, 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 they're
3: listening now. Yeah, well, to us. But but and then they're going to go watch these guys, right? But, right. but basically, <laughs> but
4: basically, for the first time, people experiencing your music.
7: What do you want them to get? What What do you want them to take away from it initially when they see you? Um, I want them to take away. They saw a great rock show because you know there's not a lot of just good old rock bands anymore, and that's kind of what we're we're just kind of bringing back the rock. You know, mm-hmm. it's time to do that. Not sending know? a serious message. Right. Yeah, you just know, you know. Not 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 doing
3: it. the whole show with your back
4: turned to the yeah. audience. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> not well, scowling. Are
3: you, are you guys active on stage? Is it is it uh, you <laughs> guys include the audience or how how's that work for you guys? We're,
7: we're working out our, you know stage is you know. Yeah, that's definitely a
0: work in progress. I think as I get more comfortable up there myself uh, and talking and engaging with the audience, I do. I'm a, you know I'm a smart ass, so I like to get into <laughs> it with the crowd and Aren't see how all? they're doing.
3: <laughs> now, Robert, you said uh, you're from Maine, yeah, that's and uh, you're a long ways from home. Tell us about that journey to to find yourself out here in the northwest starting a band and now catting around uh you know playing in in all the local clubs How, how'd that work for you
0: well it's i'm having my mid midlife crisis right now <laughs> and uh it's working out great i'm having a great time i got a couple uh very good friends that were able to go out and play some cool shows right now um man i came out here first in 1992 uh because uh, i was drawn to the area because of the bands that were playing at the time Soundgarden, garden allison chains pearl jam that were getting big. I think candle Box was starting. Mm-hmm. And then two, um, just to, just to start. Uh, that was my first time out. I was here for a year, left, came back in 97, met my wife, and uh, we were out here for a little while. Had our little girl, and I moved back to Maine again. Got bored. <laughs> Came back again.
3: It's the vacationing paradise. In yeah, <laughs> you yeah. only vacation so
0: long. Is, you know, the winters can't yeah. stand the winter. Yeah. I like the option of winter, which is usually what you get here in the Seattle area. Yeah. You can go get the snow if you want it. If you don't, then you can stay in the mild, temperate region.
7: Right
3: there. It just finds you wherever you go. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Dennis and Jay, are you, you guys local guys? Well,
7: or? I'm from Humboldt County, California. It's where I grew up. Okay. uh I've been up here for. Probably 15, 16 years now though. So. And what drew you up here? Uh, I was in a band um, called Pod from down there. We were uh, kind of a punk rock kind of harder edge band, and Great. you know we moved up here. We had family, and mm-hmm. we started getting noticed up here. So we kind yeah, of stuck. Yeah, I remember. I remember yeah. Pod. Yeah, yeah, Dennis yeah. has the right most on, cred yeah.
0: out of all of us here. He's got yeah. the street cred. Street cred. <laughs> yeah. And
7: Jay,
6: uh, I'm originally from Michigan, and uh, grew up in Louisiana. Moved out here in 1990. So that
3: sounds like an army lifestyle. Uh,
6: Navy. Navy. Okay. Uh, military. Yeah. I was, I thought yeah.
3: that doesn't make sense. <laughs> that sounds like a military deal. Yeah. So, and so I assumed you were traveling around with your, your dad.
6: Yeah. Your, as a family. My, and then you, My stepdad. Yeah. We went and then came up
3: here and then uh, it stuck. came up
6: here and uh, they kind of said, all right, this is where you're going to graduate high school. And I graduated and then they left and I've been here ever since on my own. Perfect. All right. Hey, let's listen to
3: another tune. Hillbilly Jesus, our guest today. Title of this song is Say Goodbye. the song say goodbye hillbilly jesus i want to remind everybody july 24th o henry's in puyallup july 28th cedar dome in milton and the 7th of august a terrible beauty irish pub in renton go see these guys i highly recommend them now these are three songs that we have um when you're on stage you guys are playing a set do you guys have any cover tunes you guys are doing or is it all original and you guys have you just haven't laid them down on track all original
0: all the time excellent like 24 7
3: let me, let me go back to uh, uh, that last song,
4: and that's highly listenable and some really great lyrics. How about the mu- musical process for you guys as far as uh, putting the, the song together? The lyrics is it, uh, a whole uh, creative conglomerate uh, effort, or is it
0: the song first, then the lyrics? How do you guys do it? Right now, I am um, pretty much have been doing the lyrics and the basic song structure. Dennis plays just awesome, Phil's on it and jay you know comes in with the rhythm and is doing a great job uh, for me songwriting man who knows you know <laughs> how much coffee have i had in the morning right um i've got riffs coming out my rear you know but uh the music the lyrics are always the hardest part for me but sometimes they're right there first and then i uh come up with the music to fit the lyrics so it's all over the place i don't have a process uh, that's set i just kind of let it happen right let it happen because i cannot i've tried like hell to harness it and i cannot do it
3: well you guys have a great sound and we really appreciate you coming out i want i want to encourage everybody to go to their myspace page where you can listen to their uh, songs off of there also they're on facebook look them up it's real simple hillbilly jesus not hard Uh, they also have their own website which we'll have linked off of our page and uh real quick before we go i was looking at your influences and it says alcohol the muse
0: and our fans (laughs) who's the muse (laughs) <laughs> the muse is that uh, almighty uh, thing that you're always chasing. Uh, that's inspiration.
3: Yeah. Well, I just some people yeah. have a certain muse. have who's the alcohol? <laughs> 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 All right. Not me. Robert, yeah. Dennis, Jay. They make up Hillbilly Jesus. We're big fans now, and uh, we love their tunes. We can't wait to get out and see you guys uh, kick it live. Thanks so much for coming in. Oh, yeah.
0: thank thanks you. for having us. Thank, thank you. 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 It's been a pleasure. Yeah, it's fun.
3: All right, I want to thank Hillbilly Jesus for coming in and joining us. Robert uh, and Dennis and Jay, those guys are nice guys. Great sound, man. I'm telling you, yes. sound a lot like the Crows, yeah. which is right in my wheelhouse. And again, August the 11th and the 24th, they're at the Harley-Davidson in Tequila. And uh, don't forget to vote for those guys on uh, Rock the Highway. Uh, you can get that link off of their Facebook. So, uh, wait, we got a new feature, Joe. Yes. Well, we kind of did away. We I think the birthdays and uh, this week uh, this week in music history kind of ran its course. Yes. And we're and, constantly evolving. And it was fun. It was good. We got a lot of good response from those. So now we're going into some, we have the Hell's Kitchen update that's coming up later. Very good. And we're in the works with uh, a certain someone to come on and do a, uh, a certain monthly report. And we'll yes. get into that later. That's going to be great. That will be. Um, but this is our new feature, and this is brought to us by Big Joe. This is what we're going to do called Where Are They Now? Ever thought about that band, movie, or TV star, or local celebrity, and said, hmm, I wonder where they are now? Well, to answer those questions for you is the Northwest Convergence Zone's own Professor Emeritus of the Forgotten and Obscure, our own Rockter
4: J. Yes. All right. Thank you, Big D. Well, we're going to start off with definitely uh, a Northwest icon. And uh, this would be Brakeman Bill McLean. Uh, The Brakeman Bill Show started in 1954, which I did not know that. That's a long time ago. And when Bill took over from the original host, uh, he had happened to fall ill due to polio and he couldn't uh, keep it going. So uh, Bill had been a DJ, a sportscaster at KTNT, thus named, because it was owned by... The TNT. The TNT, yeah. Yeah, see, I'm not stupid. No, no, no. Uh, Who said you were? I did. A lot of people. Uh, No, Craig. Uh, (laughs) Bill hosted the show for 20 years and did over 5,000 shows. And Bill said it was great. I could play golf in the morning and work in the afternoon. Way to go, Bill. We're with you on that. I love that. Uh, Bill served as a straight man for Crazy Donkey, a black sock puppet (laughs) sewn. By the station secretary. And Crazy Donkey was Warren Reed, the station's booth announcer, who could do thousands of voices. And the stick, of course, was Crazy Donkey misbehaving. And the moral to the kids was, don't be like Crazy Donkey. Unfortunately, it backfired because me personally, I wanted to be like Crazy Donkey. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, it didn't work on me. And uh, Bill, a South Tacoma uh, native, so, you know, he's from right here. Um, Bill is up to... Uh, He's still doing great. He lives in University Place with his wife, Jean. Uh, He travels. He paints watercolors and still golfs. And he's coming up on his 83rd birthday in August. Uh, The only problem now, says Bill, now I don't know where my shots go every shot is an adventure <laughs> just like us and we're not 83 so that's uh where are they now for the great Brakeman bill and
3: he lives in up yeah university place we got to get him in here that's what i was thinking yes i didn't know he was that close well we should think about we trying to get an yeah, interview we get, with the break gotta get Brakeman bill in here all right hey it's time for a hell's kitchen update
6: and now it's time for our weekly update with what's
8: going on at hell's kitchen and here's Flash.
9: This week, like every week at Hell's Kitchen, starts out with Tight Rock Tuesday. $2 Wells, $2 for any beer, that's right, any beer, and $2 for two huge tacos. We open at 4 on Tuesdays for Tacoma's favorite Taco Tuesday, hands down. This week, we even have a free local punk show with Red, White & Die, Dreadful Children, Walk the Plank, and YIA. Music starts at 7.30. Wednesday, July 14th, we open at 6 for happy hour. Then at 9, we have another free show with Melissa's Discharge, Men'side Manor, and Pan Dementia not to mention $6 pictures of Pap's Blue Ribbon all night long. Thursday, July 15th, brings us to night two of the No Bullshit Battle of the Bands, featuring Blue Helix, Devils of Loden, West on 18, Body Box, and Devil on a Leash. The weekly winners can win $400 in merch, courtesy of CDRollout.com, and advances to the finals on August 14th, where they can win $2,500 in cash and another $1,000 in merch, all from CDRollout.com. It's only $5, so come on down at eight and cheer your favorite band on the victory. Friday, July sixteenth, Tell's Kitchen and Wildcat Whiskey presents Eddie Spaghetti from the Super Suckers, treating us with a rare solo performance. Along for the ride are local crooners, James Honeycutt and Michael O'Neill. The Wildcat Whiskey girls will be there and we'll also have $3.50 shots and $6 boilermakers made with Wildcat and PBR. All this and only a $6 cover. Saturday, July 17th, winds up the week with a CD release party for a new band of seasoned locals, High Noon Horizon. It consists of members of Negative 7 coming together with Tori, the drummer from now the way to the world. Opening the show is From the Sea, Siren Sister, and The Tide from Olympia. A mere $5 gets you into this great show and gets rolling about 9 p.m. Presale tickets available in Hell's Kitchen now for Warren G. on July 24th, 36 Crazy Piss on August 7th, No means no on September 12th and the Melvin on September 27th. Hell's Kitchen is located at the north end of downtown Tacoma at 928 Pacific Avenue. The fully air-conditioned bar can be reached at 253-759-6003 or on the web at www.hellskitchenonline.com. Booking inquiries can be made by contacting Flash at 253-228-3587 or at flash at hellskitchenonline.com. Sorry kids, all shows at Hell's Kitchen are 21 up.
7: Hell's Kitchen, 928 Pacific Avenue in Tacoma, serving up rocks since 2002.
3: As always, we want to thank Flash for the Hell's Kitchen update. In fact, Flash is going to be on our program next week. Yes, yeah, uh, we're going to have a good, con- interesting guy. I, th- I think guy. we're going to have a good conversation with him about some uh, Tacoma uh, rock history and what it means to own the uh, Hell's Kitchen and, and the business side of it. Yes, the man knows the music. Scene so, for looking sure. forward to that. All right, well, here in the South Sound, you know, we're blessed with lots of talent, and not just in bands, not just in music. There's lots of uh, great artists like Teddy Haggerty and. There's also uh, very funny comedians and all all kind of talents in the arts. One of our favorite has been Donkey Punch Films. These guys are creative, they're very, very funny, and they put good films. In fact, we had them on a while back when we talked about their film, Prick. And they have a new film out called A First Time for Everything, and it has been accepted into the L.A. Shorts festival which is a big deal prestigious yeah that's amazing so we sat down with uh, donkey punch film uh, creator director and writer and the main man himself lee fleming and he brought in christian springer who is uh, has the lead role in a first time for everything and we got to chat with them all right everybody our guests today on the big program uh, good friends of ours and we are sad to say that they are leaving us at the in about a week or so here uh, Lee Fleming from Donkey Punch Films, and he brought in Christian Springer, who is in his latest film, A First Time for Everything. We just got through watching it, uh, basically, an advanced copy just came in today, and we were laughing our asses off once again. Prick, one of our favorite. Shorts. Well, our favorite short of all time, and one of my favorite films. I mean, I show it to everybody, and you guys knocked it out of the park with this one. A first time for everything. Lee and Kristen, welcome. Thanks for coming in. Well, hey, thanks for having hey, us.
2: Thanks, thanks,
1: for, having us. For, thanks so, for the kind words. Appreciate it.
3: Oh, absolutely, <laughs> man. You makes guys makes it
1: worthwhile when people enjoy what we
3: yeah, do. Yeah, we love what you guys do. We're big, huge fans. Um, we uh, have come down to your uh, fundraiser and yep. where we saw you do your stand up. Very yep. funny, my man. Thank you. And uh, Ed was there and. Uh, Lucian, Third Eye, let's not mm-hmm. forget Third Eye Films. Third Eye Films, you know, big those part guys, of making this happen. Big, big part. And um, let's talk first about the film, because that's what we're that's what we're here to do. First time for everything, I remember when you sent me the script. And you're like, check this out, you know, kind of what, this is what we're working yeah. on. And just reading the script, and I, I remember yeah. I showed it with you, Joe. Right. Just reading it, not seeing, no visuals, no nothing, we were on the floor. <laughs> you know, we were. it's just one of those, It's it's... You love to take awkward moments and say, what if? Mm -hmm. And this is definitely an awkward moment. So fill the people in because, you know, this is going to be shown at Short Fest and so forth. And uh, probably not everybody gets to go to the Shorts Fest. But fill people in with the scenario of this film.
1: Basically what it is, a young couple, mid-20s, good marriage, getting along great. Uh, one night, the guy decides he wants to play 20 questions with his wife about her sexual past. <laughs> realizes a little bit too late that nothing good ever comes of that. And right. this is just kind of takes place over the next day where he's trying to make peace with the fact that she's more, she's more experienced than he is. And trying to get some validation from his friends about it wasn't such a stupid idea to ask her in the first place. But
3: that's an, that, that's an awkward thing, is it? I mean, no, it's, yeah. it's an innocent thing on his part mm-hmm. to just like, uh, hey, you know... Um, you know, what What yeah. have you done? And, you know, I assume, yeah. you know, you, you you marry somebody or you're in a relationship. You know they've dated before for the most part. Yeah. But you don't really want to know the gory no, details. Not the
1: specifics, no.
3: Right. But this guy decides, yeah, let's ask. Yeah. And it wasn't a good idea. No, it did not work out so well for him. <laughs> and I can say, after watching that, I'm not playing 20 questions anytime <laughs> soon with anybody. No. Yeah, so right. uh so Kristen, now you play the uh, the lead female in this. Yes, and Stacy, uh, and mm-hmm. she is the the wife, uh, the one who has uh, just now exposed all of her past sexual experience and so forth. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us about being approached by Lee for this film. Um, the first time you read it, the you know? Because it can be a bit salty, you know. Um, and and she's in an awkward, you know, position because she's had all these. Sexual experiences that they're talking about on there, How, as a just as a person, did you think it was really funny? And you're like, yeah, I'm all over this, or were you like, mm, I'm gonna have to go to a different place on this? Uh,
2: no, it, it's definitely different than anything I have, you know, experienced in my <laughs> normal life. But uh, uh, wow, that was six months or so ago that that Lee did bring it out and brushed it off, and and you know asked me to read it, and you know I read it, and I don't think at that time he was planning on shooting it but he was like here's a couple of old scripts and blah 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 and I read it and I laughed my ass off and I made my mom read it and she laughed her ass off <laughs> so I brought that back to Lee and, and then I think uh, just a couple months after that he decided to to rewrite it and, and put some some new stuff in there and clean it up and we shot it
3: and roll with it Yeah, mm-hmm. very good uh, first time for everything is the name of the film we actually have the poster hanging on our wall right here oh,
1: there it is yeah. <laughs> I know those people. Well, Christian, uh,
4: you just said that your mom thought it was very funny, but uh, in general for everybody else in your family and including you, Lee, and I'm sure your family knows what you do, <laughs> yeah. but but how, how's your family's reactions been overall on on uh, the film?
2: Well, uh, she's really the only one that has read the script. I've, I've kind of Mentioned it to other people, but I really wanted to wait until the final product was out to show them because I'm not sure that, you know, I've done some kind of questionable project before and and they were not so pleased with them. So I wanted to wait to show them (laughs) and be like, see, it's good. Hey, grandma. (laughs) We've got a good sense of humor in my family, so I think they'll they'll really enjoy it. That's good.
3: Yeah. And the thing that I find uh, beautiful about uh, your films, Lee, uh, the script and everything like Prick. And, and and like this one, there's this there's a definite edge that you're writing on it, but you never fall you never like fall over on, you know like right go there. you never go across there's in, there's you know you insinuate things um, there's definitely some ideas that are floating there that we pick up on, <laughs> but it never really just jumps off the cliff, which I think is the beauty of your writing
1: yeah I try and I try and keep it sort of. I don't want to spell everything out for people. I want to be able to kind of infer stuff from the dialogue and kind of take away something personal from it. It's so one thing I really like about this project is I think it's really relatable to a lot of people. Most people have either done this or they know somebody that has. Right. Um, and same thing for women. Most of them have a guy that's asked them that or they have a
3: girlfriend. And they get jealous. Right. It's like right. you asked. <laughs> exactly. And then I <laughs> answered and now you're mad. How's that work? Exactly.
1: exactly. <laughs> so I think most people can kind of relate to you know, what's going on with them.
3: Right. Well, and so with this, uh, the latest short, A First Time for Everything, and with your previous film, Prick, that we enjoy so much, um, it appears to me that you're a a great observer of, like, just
6: the human condition. Love watching people.
3: Yeah, you seem like a total people watcher, and, uh, you know, somebody who just sees somebody, you watch their interactions or whatever, and, like, you can... You know, make make up a story, or or even almost nail them immediately. So, does that come from? I know you worked uh, in the prison for a yeah, while, yeah, and uh, you've worked around a lot of people. Is that just a natural intuition you have, or is that something you've honed over the years? A
1: um, little bit of both. I've always been fascinated by just watching people, and sometimes if I get bored, I'll just kind of sit and and watch people walk by and just create this like story about you know their lives or where they're going, or just to amuse myself. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I just. I don't know, I just find people fascinating because they can be so unpredictable and you never know what, what people are going to do in the moment. Right. And it's just kind of fun sometimes to watch people sort of implode on themselves.
4: <laughs>
1: Lee, uh, you work in shorts
4: and uh, and you make short films. Uh,
3: <laughs> Does he, wear, he works wearing shorts? <laughs> well, you know, I do. So, uh,
4: He's wearing shorts today. That's right, so I thought that made sense. But... Uh, a lot of people, even me, you know. You think short films? Hey, you know, twelve, thirteen minutes. They go out, they rip it out in a couple hours, and there it is. But l- tell people really on this project from start to finish, how much time and effort and work have you put into and it? And all from the start, people involved, and everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: start to finish. This one actually, this one went a little bit quicker. Um, <coughs> it was uh, let's see, we sh- we started rewriting in February. Um, shot the first. It was either first or second weekend in March. I think it was first weekend in March. Mm -hmm. Um, This one got sort of... um, We had to hurry it through post-production. That's usually what takes forever is any dialogue that you have to ADR, um, color correction, and just fine-tune it to make it look as good as possible. Um, This one we had to kind of uh, get on the stick and devote a whole lot of time to because i submitted the rough cut to the la shorts fest um and they accepted it
3: yeah yeah all and, right which was Congratu- awesome congratulations but on that
1: along with the acceptance they they sent an email that said okay well we need your final cut like in 10 days
6: <laughs> Yikes. And, yeah
1: it, it <laughs> took me like 10 days to put the rough cut together so <laughs> we had everybody working pretty much around the clock and we managed to get um from uh shooting first weekend in march Um, to our final final cut last wednesday so
3: well i'll say uh double d and i think it was wonder boy and i showed up one of the days it was a sunday Mm -hmm. while you guys were filming as it wasn't too far from us and my first impression walking in was holy crap there's a lot of people yes because in the (laughs) film there's actually four there's only four there's only four Mm -hmm. there's two main characters right and then five okay there's five Five. yeah so and then three sort of one person's only there shortly right um so to speak (laughs) (laughs) one of us had to say it yeah (laughs) (laughs) but uh walking in the door there's like this room full of people and they're all having lunch or whatever and you know they've been filming so all day already and and they're just like you know they're all off in their own little zone and uh then eventually got ramped back up And it was amazing to watch everybody just, boom, go immediately to whatever it was that they did. And they got into their own little, uh, you know, their little zone about what they were doing. And I have to confess that I was talking to – I think it was Ed. I think I was talking to Ed or somebody. I was out on the porch. I thought I was way out of the shoot because this was the bathroom scene, and it was way on the other side of the house, and we're over there chatting. And Lee comes out the door, and he's like, shh. <laughs> oh, dude, sorry about that. <laughs> but there's a lot of people that work yeah. on this. Yeah,
1: there's, and I can't give enough credit to the uh, cast and the crew. I mean, everybody that was involved with this just mm. – Everybody killed it. I and mean, Kristen, everybody. how much are you getting paid for this?
2: <laughs> 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 I get paid with, with love and, and oh, admiration. Yeah. A percentage
0: oh, yeah.
4: of the gross. <laughs> no, yeah. but I, I, would, I, would,
2: I would just like to say we were very lucky to get the people that we did on the cast and the crew because there's... You know, when everybody on the crew knows what they're doing and they have their own specific jobs, and, and it's like three, two, one okay, I'm gonna do the lights now, and I'm on the makeup, and the, everything just goes so smoothly. You know, I've been on sets before where three, four hours of preparation time before we even started shooting that didn't need to be there because people didn't know what they were doing. So it makes all the difference in the world. And I, mean, like I would RSAT. like to thank them. <laughs> 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 no, you guys are great. <laughs> and I,
3: want, I wanted to ask you this too, Kristen, because uh, I did some acting in college and, and uh, you know a little post-college and so forth. But mine was mostly on the stage. But I noticed with uh, with this shooting that bathroom scene. It's like over and over. Mm-hmm. It's like okay, do it again. Okay, do it again. <laughs> okay, do it again. So you walk down that hall, open the door, and you got to go. You know, you guys are rolling again. Same lines over and over. Is that t- is that tough? It seems to me to be tough every time to walk down there. Uh, are you thinking, okay, let me tweak this. Let me work on that. Absolutely.
2: Absolutely. You don't want to do at the same time every time, you know, you want your continuity and Mm -hmm. so that the one shot melts into the other. But if you feel like you can improve on something or you have a different, you know, inflection in your voice that you think, okay, this would be better or more believable, then you definitely want to be, you know, tweaking a little bit. And then, Mm -hmm. you know, the director may change something to ask you to do something different and you want to be flexible with that.
3: Do you ever wear The uh, the nightgown That you In the film To uh, <laughs>
2: Actually I do It's a very comfortable <laughs> Shirt to sleep in
3: <laughs> It says not tonight I have a headache <laughs> Just For those of you Who don't get to, Okay So first time for everything It's going to be In the LA Shorts Fest Which is amazing Congratulations Thank I can't uh, Congratulate enough on that. And then where else you we think We're going to see this
1: Um, let's see We're going to start uh, LA Shorts Fest Like you said on, And that's uh, Sunday The tw- 25th Of mm-hmm. this month Um, Then We're going to do a lot of the bigger ones that we didn't get a chance to do with prick um i would love to get into like uh palm springs cinequest south by southwest would be awesome one to get into um and then we're gonna do some local ones you know obviously because was a local project right. and i would love for the people involved to be able to see it um so we'll do like the uh northwest film video festival in portland um like to do washugal again um local sightings up in seattle
3: so now when you, when you submit your short to the festival and they, and then they accept it, uh, is the ultimate goal, obviously is to get it seen, but outside the higher goal, is it to get, uh, the award? Is that, is that how that works or what, what, what's your goal in submitting this to the shorts festivals?
1: Right now, my goal is just to, uh, you know, get, get a little bit of a, recognition name recognition pe- right get people exposed to our work and say hey kind of like this sort of dark comedy angle they're taking because um, now I'm focusing strictly on uh, feature lengths I want to get back to writing get more out of the the filmmaking part and just get back to writing which is my true passion and so hopefully you know I'll maybe make a connection at a film festival or somebody will recognize a project so when they see a script they're like oh, okay well i like the short stuff that these guys let me go uh, ahead and spend the time to read the
3: script and see what it's about that's donkey punch and their quality yeah yeah well um you know on a sad note we uh are kind of saying goodbye to you guys in a way um donkey punch films lee Kristen, you guys are packing up, and uh, mm-hmm. like a lot of good Washingtonians do, when they uh, feel like they need to break out, they head to L.A. Mm-hmm. So tell us about the pro- what, what your vision is for moving your Donkey Punch films down to L.A., and I assume, Kristen, you're going to be doing some auditioning stuff down there, trying to get Absolutely. some gigs. Absolutely, And has this been a goal or, for a long time, or is this just it's dried up here, you've kind of run the gamut here, and you need to, some fresh ground? What, what's the process and thought on that? Once you field this one first.
2: Okay. Uh, well, uh, this has been a, a, a dream of mine, a work in progress for about ten years. Um, been meaning to do it, but you know, other things come up, life comes up, and uh, so last year I met Lee, and we started talking about it, and decided to we both want to do it. So let's just go down together and mm. see what we can make of it.
1: Great. Lee? Um, i been seriously thinking about the last couple of years um, off and on for about 10 years since I started really getting into comedy. I thought it'd be awesome to go down to LA or New York, kind of put it on the back burner because like Kristen said, you know, life happens. Sometimes things don't line up. You can't do it. Um, and then last year, things changed. I had the freedom to do it. Um, you know, we just we talked about it off and on and then we just decided to pull the trigger and set a date. and thursday the 22nd of this month we'll be down there
3: so uh, do you have some scripts that you're going to be shopping down there you have some ideas that, that you're working on or is this just i'm going down there and then we're gonna we're gonna roll there
1: um we got um i have a script that Lucian and i co-wrote that is complete um it's a, fu- it's a full length yeah. feature length feature length that one's done ready to be shopped um we have one that it's probably about halfway written And another one that um, we pretty much have it outlined, but we haven't started writing the actual dialogue yet. Um, Those should go pretty quick. Um, once I actually get time to
6: stop packing <laughs> stuff and preparing for garage sales. <laughs> and, and then unpacking. Exactly.
1: Um, so hopefully we'll get both of those done, at least one of them done by the end of this year, and have the second second one done by the very beginning of next year. So we'll have at least three scripts to shop around. And I need to practice my pitching skills.
8: <laughs>
1: that is one of, one of my... Uh, many weaknesses is just is send pitching. Kristen in, they'll buy it. She she did say she would give me some uh tips on emoting.
8: <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: <laughs> so now you
4: both get down to LA and you're settled in and say you're uh walking down the street and uh someone comes walking towards you of uh you know relative uh fame and uh uh you see him and uh mentally uh you're freaking out but physically <laughs> you're trying to stay cool. Who would that be?
2: Oh boy. <laughs> Um, uh, you go first. <laughs> um,
1: mine, uh... God, there's so many. I would say probably the two people that would freak me out the most if I actually had a chance to have a conversation with them or run into them somewhere, I'd say either Christopher Walken or Forrest Whitaker.
3: Yes. Yeah. i yeah. 50-50 on those Christopher two. Christopher Walken might want to be in a well-lighted <laughs> place with lots of people. neutral yeah. territory, yeah. <laughs> More cowbell. <laughs> Kristen?
2: Um, I, I I guess I'll just have to go back to my first inspiration, Kevin Spacey. Yes. Yeah, yes. yeah. Yeah. I would That'd be probably faint before I could ask him to give me a job or... <laughs>
1: An autograph. <laughs> anything yeah. was anything Kevin, important. <laughs> with Kevin Spacey. You get Kevin Spacey and Christopher Walken.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Write <right>. a movie <laughs> yeah. and invite him to be in it. Yes, yes. <laughs> I think it'll work. Okay, well... Um, the, the the short is a first time for everything, and is it ever going to be on like IMDb? Is there going to be a chance yes. for people to be able to pull it up and check it out?
1: Um, yeah, it will definitely. Once we're done with the festival circuit, we'll, uh, we'll we're going to work on some video on demand.
3: Yeah, will you let us know? Because we would like to get it out to the Absolutely. people. Yeah. And uh, we're really sad to see you guys go because we've we kind of seen you guys uh, as a Tacoma family, you know, yeah. um, in the arts community. Uh, we we enjoy the bands here on, on our uh, podcast but we also have embraced the, the, the comedy crowd and, and, yeah. and the filming crowd and just this whole artistic uh, endeavor that you guys have been on and it's kind of sad to see you guys go because yeah. re- we really like you guys but I want to ask you when you're down there if you'll be our connection to Hollywood oh absolutely,
1: <laughs> absolutely. All right. you got my email
3: my phone number you we really, really want to use you, you guys because <laughs> <laughs> when you get big and famous send us some folks absolutely
8: we'll, we'll hook absolutely. you up <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
3: yeah definitely no. Oh, it's great! And when we come down there, which we which we will, we're going to do a road trip or something. We'd cool. love to hook up with you guys. Oh, and um, best of luck on Thank you know you. doing the the feature links. And you're, I will say this: when I first the first time I was going to have you guys in and talk about, I had a misconception about shorts. Oh. Uh, I've been to some shorts festivals and like the cartoon shorts, mm-hmm. and it's usually like a documentary mm-hmm. or it's kind of. Uh, you know, it's a little oddballish or whatever, but you've reshaped my thinking about <laughs> shorts. I really enjoyed them. I, I honestly, prick is one of my, the funniest things I've ever seen. Thank you. And this is this ranks right up there with them. You guys outdid yourself again, and uh, kudos to you guys. You're creative, you're funny, and you guys are smart and witty. And Kristen, you're a great actress. Thank you. And best of luck to you as well.
2: Thank you so much.
3: Okay. And I was I guess
4: I'll just say if you're Jonesing for some apples or something, we can send them down to you. I was gonna gonna say Starbucks, but I'm sure that probably won't be a problem. So but any Washington stuff you need, let us
1: know. We'll get it for you. We'll trade you, we'll trade you apples for cheap alcohol. (laughs) There
3: you go. That's the deal. Thanks for coming in, guys. Hey, thanks for having us. I am totally bummed that they're leaving. Yes. Uh, in fact, I, we, they don't know this, but when they walked out the door, we watched Prick again.
4: Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah, as, as they were fading into the sunset, one more time one with more Prick.
3: Time. Yeah, and <laughs> a first time for everything. I'll be making sure that a lot of people watch that because we have a copy now. Very creative. Yeah, and there was also a tear
5: stuff. in your eye, wasn't there? There was. There was no there
3: were, tear in my eye. I had uh, allergies. I was, yeah, yeah right. sure. Okay, that's what I thought. <laughs> no, I'm gonna miss uh, Lee. He's been uh, a, a fun guy to know and uh he's so he's so dang creative and such a great writer and it's sad to see those guys leave our area but on the upside Best of luck to those guys. Kudos all around. I I think he's going to do well. I I, I hope he does really well. And
4: we'll be in touch. They'll be our L.A. conduit.
3: They will be our L.A. contact. In fact, we were talking to him on the way out, and we may uh, do some updates with Lee uh, here and there as time uh, permits for him. But uh, good luck to them. And Kristen Springer, what a great actress. What a nice gal. And I hope she lands lots of killer parts down there, too. All right, uh, before we get on out of here, because, hey, it's summertime, and you need to get out and start playing, we have a thing coming up on Friday, August 13th at Hell's Kitchen. Eight o'clock, five bands, ten bucks. And I want to rock. Yep. (laughs) Uh, Let's talk about who's going to be there. Bio Red Falcons. Yes. Uh, Sweet Kiss Mama. Oh, getting
4: better all the time.
3: Clover Jane. Oh,
4: topping it off.
3: China Davis.
4: Oh, bring it home.
3: And Jar of Flies, which is the ultimate Allison in Chains tribute band. And those guys kick ass, yes. man. Yes, showstoppers. And Rain Stone, the lead singer for Clover Jane and Jar of Flies. we got to have him back in here real soon. Because what a ta- That dude's just mega talented and a great vocal. So that's Friday, August 13th, 8 o'clock. Hell's Kitchen. It's only ten bucks, man. That's two bucks a band. Get down there, bring your friends. Everybody, come on in. We're gonna have a good time. Uh, if you have one of the laminates, that we, uh, the passes that we handed out at our anniversary party uh, down at the Stone Gate, that gets you in half price. So now you're down to a dollar a band. No excuses, pal people yes there's no excuse for not being there uh unless you're on vacation otherwise drag your asses down all right that's friday august 13th in closing because we got to get on out of here i want to say joe it's good to have you back
4: thank you i appreciate it guys yeah it's great to be back
3: and uh double d i uh, hope you have a stellar week craig as well this is the northwest Convergence zone where all things come together and let's dedicate our closing song to the barefoot bandit it's one of my favorite bands of all time the clash well you can figure it out
1: A production of the Northwest Convergence Zone. Email us at nwconvergencezone at gmail.com.